What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Smalley Talk Podcast. This is your host, Josh Shrinko. And uh, this is also a host of this podcast, Chris Vaughn. Hello. What's up, Chris? <laughs> What's up? Hello, Josh. Uh, just, we'll just get right into it here. We do have a beer for the show. We do. Uh, donated by a listener. D- donated by the one and only Joseph Williams of... What's up, Joe? Virginia. Thanks, uh, bud. We appreciate that. He's um, a, I believe fish is the James. Is he a fly fisherman? Uh, I believe he is a by fly guy. I love uh, that phrase, by the way. Yeah, it's, it's one so of our, good. One of our best. Uh, it's right up there with wet boys. So this is this is going to be. Oh well, let's talk about the beer first. So tiramisu stout. Uh, it's brewed from the Steambell Beer Works Brewery. Hang on, hang on, hang on. As per usual, Chris. Prematurely popped his can. Prematurely popped. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna do our little. What did Chris ASMR? ASMR. Do your microphone right. Yeah. Hang on. That was weak. That was kind of weak. Yeah. Oh, and we got some spillage. Some foamage and some spillage. This this is in a light beer, so I'm sure I'm gonna have to wash these sweats. That's why I pop early, dude, because uh, otherwise you just make a big mess. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's a tiramisu it's got real tiramisu in it i'm not gonna lie it tastes like i'm drinking a cup of coffee yeah it's it's not bad it's actually supposed to be consumed at 45 to 50 degrees <laughs> that's so <laughs> unappetizing yeah, that seems like the the heaviest possible solution so um, was it steam bell beer works yeah Where's so this of? is a rum com- conditioned Imperial Milk Stout aged on whole vanilla beans and locally roasted Guide Roasting Company coffee. Notes of velvety chocolate combined with a creamy mouthfeel for a rich, smooth, and supremely decadent experience that is hashtag handcrafted in the American South. So is this a Virginian beer? It's a Virginia beer. I like it. So as I think our audience probably knows from my previous beer ratings i'm a i'm a i'm a dark beer fan you like to chew it i like to chew it i like to taste it i like my beer to put some hair in my chest right and this is definitely i like my beer to put hair on your chest as well (laughs) (laughs) i don't and oddly enough i don't have very much hair in my chest so really hair in my chest well there you go i'm somewhat hairless (laughs) <laughs> Weird. That's. I'm not gonna lie. American, it's not Native American in me, dude. Very hard right now. <laughs> but, uh, anyways, dude, this is gonna be the episode that we kind of recap um, the triumphs, the failures, the free, the not freaking, very many failures, the freaking laughs, the freaking, the tears of joy, dude. I love all of it from any- the Memorial Day trip, 2021. Yeah, and we'll get to that. Um, so we're in Sex Dungeon. Dude. Studio C. Do we call it Studio C? I think so. Studio C. Um, something my... about coming here. It's very nostalgic. It is, yeah. We got a lot of insulation that we're looking at. It's very nice insulation, yeah. Yeah. Very my, rustic. My, my oh, mounted largemouth bass. 
up in the corner. It's so appropriate. Yeah. It's so redneck. Yeah, it really is. I caught that in Kentucky in a farm pond. <laughs> my dad was my dad was so damn proud that we mounted it. Son, six pounds eight ounces. Gonna put this one on the wall. That that bass says six pounds eight ounces. Guarantee you, it's never touched a scale. <laughs> <laughs> Did he take it to the taxidermist, and he was like, "Yeah, let's go with hey, this is a six pounder all day." And the guy's like, "Well, we can't just put six pounds." Like, all right, six pounds eight ounces. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> never touched a scale. That's a guarantee. Which actually, to bring that up, I actually uh, biggest regret from the trip. Not biggest a scale. regret. Oh, I had a scale. Oh, you son of a bitch! I had a scale. I didn't realize it until afterwards. It was in my kayak that Andrew was using, and the entire time I was like, "Man, I forgot my scale." He uh, had it with him the whole freaking time—a digital scale. I'm not gonna lie; there were a couple of those fish that I was I was doing the hillbilly guesswork on, dude. I, was I like, can tell I'm you, I'm guessing right. I'm guaranteeing over six. One. I was gonna say I had one fish that was a six pounder all day. You know which fish? Yeah. <laughs> I had uh, two of them that I was like, that's six all day. Yeah. There are some huge fish up there. And I, well, yeah, it doesn't matter up there. If they're, as long as they're not post spawn, like a 20 incher is going to go close to five. Yeah. Like it's just, they're that big. Um, and then there are some, you know, freaks. They're all pretty much freaks, but then there's some super freaks. Super freaks. Yeah, Super and we both had a couple of those. I had the one that um, it was like twenty and a half, but dude, it was super yeah. freaky. Dude, it was. It, I'm not even joking. Derek was there when I caught it, and like somebody commented on Instagram, they're like, "Oh, nice green sunfish," but that's the first thing I thought when I pulled it out. I'm like, dude, this is like a huge sunfish. Like yeah. it was so tall just a thick thick and it bitch. it hadn't dropped eggs yet so it was like it was thick we we caught a lot of we'll talk about it. we caught a lot of post spawn fish this time well let's start off let's yeah let's start we'll just start now so the plan was <clears throat> the plan was just to go the, up there the and, plan was to leave at 1 1 p.m on on friday um yeah as per usual with this trip we didn't pull out of the driveway until almost four um yeah, Mostly, and it was really nobody's fault. We were waiting on a package, and yeah, we were waiting on a. And we, we oh wait, this podcast is brought to you by River Rats USA. Smally Talk Podcast brought to you by River Rats USA. Brought to you by River Rat USA. Yeah, maybe we should. Do you want to do a catchphrase for him right now? Just think of the the first catchphrase that comes to your mind. River Rats USA. I can't think of anything. <laughs> you put me on the spot. Okay. Um, ratting it up. Oh, okay. The Smalley Tuck boys are ratting it up. Ratting it up. All right. Well, I know not... their t- their tagline is "Fish the Rat." Fish the Rat. And I just made up that voice, but I kind of envisioned that. Well, that would that's a much better like company voice than "Fish the Rat." <laughs> or something, you know, I mean, it's Rogue it's always rats. something deep and impressive. Yeah. And I don't really have a deep voice, but I mean, that's pretty good. I'm trying. Row the rat. Row the rat. I don't like that. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll come up with yeah, we'll something. Come up something better better than yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, supposed to leave at one. Uh, waiting on a package from uh, River Rats USA, and uh, they sent us a couple of. Well, they sent us a. <laughs> we thought they were going to send us a couple. They ended up sending us one prototype uh, platform. Because uh, I don't know if you guys. Well, we, and we don't want to give them a hard time. So here's the thing. 
they didn't know it to us. Brian busted his ass to get it out. Yeah. And uh, we did end up with one platform that was stellar, performed stellar. It got us up in the air so we could sight fish. And then uh, the thing that took us so long is we built a platform for my boat. I graciously gave you the platform that I painstakingly acquired. He painstakingly acquired it. And, and this is how, just this is what kind of guy Mother Teresa me with, and just <laughs> gifted it to me. But and you here's gifted the thing. me with Sea Deck as well to cover it. I did. I built a completely custom well, platform Mexican, almost in the same. Mexican MacGyver was there. <laughs> That's true. Dustin did help out. I built and installed mine, put carpet on it in virtually the same time as it took you to put a few pieces of pipe together. I had a team. I had a a team of engineers that were putting that together (laughs) and it still took a shamefully long time. There were mallets involved. (laughs) Yeah. And then everybody was like banging them in down. Well, we like put it on and I walked over there and he's like, I, it was like the platform, the end of it was like poking in the raft. I'm like, I don't think that's right. Yeah. And then he, you know, you switch some of the pieces. In your defense, it was prototype, so you know, didn't come with instructions. Yeah, and yes. also, um, my wife is usually the one that puts stuff together. You know, <laughs> and then for good reason. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it was uh, yeah, it was cool. So, anyways, we got the Josh built his platform. Him and Mexican MacGyver rigged that baby up. Uh, but we got we got on the road at four. My truck, my freaking precious little forgot about that freaking truck broke down on the way up to with 36,000 miles 2019 Tacoma breaks down on the way uh we had to that so that yeah like how did that happen come on Toyota the drive ended up taking that Japanese quality at 16 hours to get to where we went yeah but anyways it was a whole thing I mean we got we had to stop at the dealership I we had to uh limp it to another dealership and then you know we had to crossload all of our gear so burton ended up uh Derek burton from future state fishing uh ended up packing up like all of our gear for all four guys into his truck and onto my trailer and it actually worked great it actually worked out fantastic well here's the thing yeah. we already had um, and we had a hell of a time on the ride up there four dudes in that little truck the yeah. jokes were flying at like a thousand miles I'm per sure. hour. I'm sure. Somehow you guys actually didn't get there that much later than us. It was probably an hour later than we got up there, but we took our time. Yeah. You know? It was uh, a good trip. Uh, finally got to the river at like, man, I don't know. I think we got there at like almost 5 a.m. I think yeah. it's when we pulled into the parking lot. Uh, Josh was tucked in like a freaking little bug in a rug into his raft he took the frame off and was sleeping in, in yeah. a, like an inflatable mattress well i forgot i forgot sleeping gear so i stopped at walmart got a cheap sleeping bag and i was like i didn't want to buy a sleeping pad you know so I, and i didn't want to sleep in the truck because i had all that gear in there right so i was like man i bet you i could sleep in the raft because you slept in the raft last year yep did the exact same thing and had it not for a um had it not been for a very over-curious security officer, I would have yeah. slept like an angel. We got spotlighted. Yeah, he like kept driving around spotlight our ass. I'll tell you what it was. We were traveling with a minority. <laughs> Medina? Dustin? Du- <laughs> Dustin? They don't, they don't like those Hispanics up there. Dude, I'm telling you. those. Yeah. Even I was a little too white, a little too dark, <laughs> a little too dark to be in the Northwoods. 
but anyways, yeah, he was spotlighting upon us, and but we ended up getting some sleep. Uh, of course, I got up first. Uh, didn't really sleep the first night. Went down to the river with Derek's rod. Just freaking cat burglared it out of his out of his truck, um, and immediately hooked a really nice fish on top water. It came off. Very next cast, I threw his twelve dollar brand new spook about <laughs> three hundred yards into the middle of of the Mississippi, and it just snapped off. I mean, like the bait just flew out. Was it of control. a spinning or? It was a bait caster. So I like I don't know exactly what happened, but the thing just—he was not happy about. Oh, that. Oh, he was—he's he, pissed. I lost all trust. He has no <laughs> trust for me anymore. But uh, anyway, so <clears throat> that was that was the f- morning leading up to it, and then from there on, they were really you know that the truck thing. Oh wait, Matt Nelson showed up right after that. Yeah, Indiac angler Matt Nelson showed up, which we'd invited him and. You know, he's obviously been on the podcast and, you know, I, you know, I mentioned to him over text. I was like, hey, you should come up thinking like, no, he's not going to. But he lives, I think, about two and a half hours away from where we started. And I think he, you know, he just, he listens to the podcast enough to know like we're, 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 uh, we're a party, dude. Dude. Like we're, I mean. We're a motley ass crew on that We're, well. That we were I mean, definitely Josh, motley crew. So Josh was like, "Why is that security guard giving us a hard time?" I was like, "We look like a fucking gypsy camp. <laughs> we we got like rafts disassembled in the parking lot, rods everywhere. It wasn't that we like some like a, kind of college campus, right? The there? Beverly Hillbillies moved to freaking Minnesota. I mean, it was it was it brutal. was pretty. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Uh, but Matt showed up I, about the same about time everybody's about the time we got up. cleaned up. Yeah, yeah. And we, uh, you know, did our little introductions. It was pretty quick. We did the shuttle. I have to say, though, it's so weird when a trip starts out and, like, the anticipation anticipation is so high. You know, we've been pondering what the fishing is going to be like, what, you know, the fish are going to be doing, you know, it's springtime, where it's like spawn, no spawn, post-spawn, pre-spawn, like, what are we thinking? Chris goes out there, he catches that, hooks that nice fish, supposedly nice fish, and I'm like, God, I wanted to sleep for a little longer. Get up, we're all running on pure adrenaline, like, there is no sort of, like, actual, like, sustained energy going on in any of us, and, dude, what the hell? That first hour of that trip was, it was different than the entire trip, was yeah, it not? It was. it was, yeah. I mean, it was, it's so uncanny. Like, there's, you know, there's a little bit of like, I guess, panic, you could say, going on, like a little, just because Urgency. everybody's so hyped up. Urgency, yeah. Yeah, everybody's hyped up. Right. And then. Well, for us especially, I think there's added pressure on you and I because we take a great. We, we do the yeah. lion's share of the logistics and the planning and getting ready for, you know, these trips and, you know, choosing which stretch we're going to do and where we're, which river we're going to go to. And By the way, don't text us about the exact stretches we're fishing. Hey, don't be an asshole. Because <laughs> for real, though, we spend painstaking amount of hours combing through maps and fish studies and previous water temperatures and all kinds of shit 
So we'll actually, if you guys want to do any trips that are somewhere in the vicinity of where we go, whether that be the upper Mississippi or the Menominee or Wisconsin or whatever you guys want to, the James love the James huge fish. Um, (laughs) uh, If you want to go like, we'll give you some Intel. We're not going to be like, Hey, here's exactly where we fished. Mm, It's probably not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, Unless, you know, yeah. We might we might throw you a hot stretch or two, but yeah, probably the like red hot stretch. Just don't ask. Yeah, exactly. Just don't ask. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we might uh, ha- we might help you. But anyways, to your point though, we did we spent a lot of time on this trip. I mean, you texted for you know probably a good three four weeks about what are the fish doing. We're looking at all the pictures of guides up there, trying to figure out, like, analyze, like, hey, what are the fish doing? Water flow, water <clears throat> temperature, weather. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We had a cycles. massive I cold mean, front come through while we were there. Literally, I, I'm be honest, like, I was like, dude, this might blow. Like, we had, like, a... You know, I was initially, until we got up there and, like, got on the water and I started, like, I kind of remembered, like, how big it is and I kind of remembered, yeah. like what was going on up there and i was like okay well there's really not much that's going to change this you know well i think the saving grace is the water temperature was so unseasonably high that like that cold morning or a couple cold mornings just didn't affect it that much didn't even touch it yeah it touched it but it never dipped below 60 which is kind of the magic number like like, overall fishing wise i don't think oh yeah no it didn't touch it um so as we get out there like we were out on the stretch and this is like a stretch where there's a ton of islands it's like a really wide stretch and dude it was like i start i threw top water to begin with just because that's what i like to throw and i was like i really want to see but we had two rafts you and Danny kind of took off before everyone. Okay, yeah. I mean, Danny uh, had never rowed a boat before. Like, well, you was... don't have to justify it, but you guys took off before everyone. But we had right. m- me, Matt Nelson, me and Dustin in the raft. Matt Nelson, Andrew, Nathan were all at the ramp. We we're all clustered up at this ramp, and there's, I mean, this river is probably what a half mile wide at that point. Like, right. it's it's really wide, and we're all kind of fishing right here. And Nathan like hooks a fish within the first two minutes of being out there and it's like looks like it's like 18 19 inches i throw right behind where he was at at the ramp i hook one that looks to be 18 or 19 inches matt nelson's hooked up behind us Derek's over there hooting and hollering because he caught one it's super windy right it was like the current was ripping through that section the current was ripping through. yeah that. it was the dumbest possible place for me to try and teach <laughs> danny how to cut a row well it was just like chaos yeah and i'm wild. like what the hell's going on like it was like one of those things and then it calmed down after that you know you're on the water Pretty quickly yeah yeah well it took me a while because i was so amped up dude like like because dustin and i it, um, took, it took maybe 20 minutes see the smart josh right smart i was josh. i got on the sticks and i was like hey we're gonna right. we're gonna go we went Everybody kind of funneled into that right side of the river where it's like the channel is. Right. And I'm like, let's row all the way across the river and like hit some fresh water. Cause there's, like I said, there's a ton of islands right there. And there's, it's kind of like, you know, what was it, runner's choice or whatever you call that? Fielder's where, choice, yeah. Huh? Fielder's choice. Fielder's choice, yeah. You could go one of a hundred different routes through those islands. And I wasn't sure if they were going to be. 
I knew some of them were on beds, but it seemed like there were a lot of fish that were post-spawn. So I'm like, we water just need... Water was super warm. Yeah, it was like bath water. So anyways, we rode all the way across, and we I it was so windy, dude. It was like... That was... There was another day that was super windy, but that morning was probably the windiest that it got. It was like ripping. That yeah. wind was ripping through there. And like, I was like, dude, there's no way we're going to be able to hold this raft in place. I was like, let's just go beach it and let's just start wading around and exploring the area. So we we stopped. We like got to a gravel bar in the middle of the river, anchored up. And me and Dustin went separate directions. And dude, it wasn't five minutes I had a 19, Dustin had a 19, right. and they were well, they were smoking top water. I mean, it was like boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And it was like that. that first morning started. It was like, it was weird. It was for, for like an hour. Yeah. And then they just like stopped. Hot. Yeah. And we didn't get a good top water bite until the next, the last day. So what, what actually happened, what transpired was Danny had never rode before. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, we'll use the shuttle time as an opportunity for you to row. And I was just sitting there watching him row, talking him through the motions to make or whatever. And that current through there was like super fast. And he got out into the current and I was trying to kind of coach him to get back in the current. But he didn't really know that like how, how shallow to row the boat. So he kept putting the oar super deep in the water, like raising the, the oar like handles really high to like dig the oar super deep. And that made the oar pop out of the oar lock. So the oar kept, the oars at one point, both of them had popped out of the oar lock. So then that current was just blasting us downstream. And like, dude, there were giant rocks. I was like trying to like, I was like, no, you got to row, you got to row. Like we're going to, I was like, I mean, it was just a bad deal. So then I, I took over and rode us, you know, got us into an area where it calmed down. And, but even that whole first morning, like Josh is saying, like the topwater bite was super hot. Um, but it was also super windy. So like yeah. that first morning, man, I was, I was, that was the only time on the whole trip where I was like, man, this is going to be a rough four days for us. Like it was just that stretch was, and then you guys, you asshole called me at like one o'clock and we're like, we're done. Yeah. And I'm like halfway through the stretch. I'm like, uh, okay, well, how do you want to handle this? And anyways, make a long story short, Chris ruined my second half of the day i did i thought i thought you guys were done and i like felt this pressure to get whatever and everybody i kept trying to recruit everybody i'm like hey why don't we all row this out and everybody's like no (laughs) we're catching 18s and 19s like every other cast when we got sucked down that channel that was like it like we had no access to all those islands so like yeah we just blasted through the channel like we covered the first mile and like you guys caught the only twenties that day, so yeah, I caught I caught the well, no, Andrew caught one. Did he? Yeah, Andrew caught a twenty. So I caught I caught three twenties. Andrew caught one. Those are the only ones, only twenties. Yeah, me. I didn't catch twenty that day. Miraculously, somehow I bet you I caught. I'm not even joking. Twenty over nineteen that day. Somehow I didn't break yeah. twenty, but but we caught we found fish all day on a swim fly. That was like. Swim fly and fluke were like the two presentations that we really caught fish on all day. It was an interesting trip because last year is pretty much like bed, 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 bed. They're just what like their fish weren't doing anything other than spawning. They were like hard on spawn, which is fun, but it it definitely, you know, I know we've talked about this ad nauseum, but 
you know, some people don't like bed fishing or whatever, but when you're there and that's all they're doing, there's not really an option. This trip, we had options. Yeah. Like, we saw everything. I would say the minority of the fish were on, like, like traditionally on beds, like sitting on a bed. Yeah. There were some fish that were... A lot of fish are around beds. Some of them were males. Some of them were females. Some of them were guard. I saw a lot of fry, so they were guarding fry. Um, and then there was just like a whole other class of fish that were just are actually our biggest fish the whole trip. They were all post spawn fish. So yeah, um, day two we Danny and I almost we fished beds almost exclusively until the like for the first three quarters of the day, uh-huh. and then um, the last quarter of the day we just started regular fishing other than that i would say we spent the vast majority of our time just doing like traditional yeah fishing so Um, it was a good mix i mean last year it definitely got as good as the trip was last year a little monotonous yeah the bit i mean people always say oh bed fishing doesn't take any skill well i mean it does for sure yeah i mean you (laughs) It, Depending on how they're being. Yes. I Here's the thing. Like, there's... there. Yes, at certain, certain points, it doesn't take any skill because those fish will hit anything. If they're, like, hard on beds, like, hard, hard. But if they're not hard on beds, it actually takes a, a lot of skill to do it. You got to figure out... It takes what, a lot of skill fly fishing. I can tell you this. The big fish right. on beds, they're way smarter than the little fish on beds. So if you're fishing for tiny fish on beds, you probably can catch them. But those right. bigger fish, they're not stupid. Uh, and there's actually a really good story about a big fish on a bed <laughs> on one of the evenings. I'm sure Chris is going to lambast me on the publicly would, on the I podcast for that. Publicly. No. Um, <laughs> no, not that part. Just like the whole situation. Right. But the... Uh, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. Too. <laughs> but anyways... Uh, this year it was definitely a good mix. And honestly, uh, I think we both can, um, we both can like in good conscience without any shame, we can give fisherman the trip award to Pickering. Pickering. Yeah, Yeah. dude, he's straight. He's straight. smoked our ass. He's sliced and diced the whole trip. And the thing is. He did catch only one more 20 incher than me. But I'll just yeah. say this. I, well, I caught seven. Okay, well, the final tally was Josh caught six 20-inchers. I caught seven. Pickering caught eight with three 21s. So yeah, and I had two 21s with six 20s. I only had. You had one 21. I, it yeah. was a... Uh, I mean, he... Well, you had one, you had, that was included in your six, right? You had one uh-huh. 21. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you six, had six total fish. Six over 20. Inches. Two of them were 21. Seven total fish. And I had, like, my two 21s 20. are 21, like, on the button. I think Pickering had big fish the trip, 21 and a quarter. Yep. Um, and it, the thing was, and he was fishing completely fish. different than, I don't know that, I mean, I think he caught a couple on beds, like, incidentally, but he was not bed fishing at all, like, on purpose. Which, when you're up there, especially, it was probably a little bit of a detriment that we, me and you were there last year because we knew, like, oh, you know, the when you find those big fish on beds, you know, if you spend enough time, you can catch them. So, like, it was just tempting. Like, if you got to an right. area where they're like, oh, it looks like there's beds here, then you'd have, and visibility wasn't great over there. The water was kind of murky. Um, it was definitely murkier than last year. The beds were silted in. 
Like they weren't near as clean as they were last year. So like it was hard to see. Like it's. I mean, here's the thing. Like I would say the 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 fish that I caught like around beds. I saw the fish, not the beds. Like agree. You'd bump the fish first, find the bed. Yeah. Find the bed second. Exactly. And be like, uh, you know, I don't Which know. Which is kind of weird, you know, because if you're bed fishing traditionally, like you can, you know, you'd be looking for the big circular bed, but they were so silted in because they weren't really active on the beds. Like you'd see every once in a while, you'd see a clean bed. But like, Shockingly, saw one other group of fishermen the whole time we were there. <laughs> Dude, yeah, that's a whole. Well, we did see that last day. We saw quite a few. We saw two groups then. I mean, well, we saw jet boats and stuff. We saw a jet boat at the ramp one time. No, I mean, on the last day, there were some jet boats running yeah, there up was... and down the river. Okay. There was That's like true. three or four jet boats. That's true. But I don't know that I saw any of them really bass fishing. No. I mean, one guy we asked, and he's like, eh, I'm just fishing for whatever's biting. Even the guys I'm that like, were kayak oh fishing God. in front of us were not bass fishing. I don't know what they were doing. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I think that they I were. I was really confused. They were. They were confused. Couple guys in some new canoes. Like I'm. Maybe yeah. they listen to this podcast. They were very young. They were young, dude. So young. Yeah, very young. Very Assholes. very young. Wet boys. They did, we offered them our uncured meat <laughs> for lunch. <laughs> we stopped. <laughs> we stopped and had lunch. It was I think it was Chris's day, and he had like prosciutto and some dried meats and. Some yeah. bread. It was very good. Basil pesto. And uh, there, they, it was on like a little gravel bar with an island. The, the kid, one of the kids were like, he was parked on the island, but it was like kind of around where you couldn't see us. And I like popped around. I think somebody said something first and he didn't, I don't know if he didn't hear us. And then I like got his attention. I was like, hey, I bet he listens to our podcast. Chris was like, you won't ask him. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I will. And I walked over there. I go, hey. I go, you want to. I was like, we got a bunch of food. You want to eat some lunch? And he he just looks at me like, no, mister. No, he just goes, no. Dude, thought you were trying I was to like, bust him. oh, okay. <laughs> I guess you don't want to. I guess my mustache scared him off. Uh, dude, it scared me off. You can see that. You get to see my mustache from across dude, the river. I went thin Frenchman mustache. <laughs> Almost nobody laughed at it, which Do made you still me still have it. Very, no, I shaved it off. Oh. I went thin two-piece Frenchman mustache, and almost nobody laughed, nobody commented. I was like, this is weird. Oh, we I were all laughed. laughing inside, dude. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, but overall, I mean, uh, Pickering, definitely angler of the year, no doubt. He uh, did. He had the biggest he fish. Fishing, he had the most big fish. Like Swimming in Ned Rig, mid-river. Jeez, dude, yeah. Like, and that half-mile-wide river just swimming in Ned Rig. Yeah, it it was it was interesting though. He had a pattern going. It was like mid river boulders, and he would, you would see him. He he'd be crushing. anchored. He'd be anchored up on those mid river boulders, and you just see him like. I saw him on the first day. Yeah, I was kind of like, "What the hell is that guy doing?" Like, I was a little concerned for him. I was kind of like, "All right, well, whatever, dude, do your thing." Right. And then we were parked on this like it was a, it, kind of a unique thing in that river. There's like a gravel bar in the middle of the river that Dustin and I had parked the raft on and fished, and I didn't catch... I, I, I did catch one, and then I think Dustin caught one on the backside, but they were, like, not very big. And we left, and he was, like... He got up there, and he was, like... He was, like... I, I heard him yell. Like, he got... He, like, cussed really loud. Like, dropped mm-hmm. a couple F-bombs, and he was, like... I was, like, oh, man, that's not good. Like, he missed a big fish. And he, like, paddled up, and he was, like, dude, I just missed the biggest smallmouth of my life. You know, blah blah blah. And I was like, oh, "Where, really? Where were you at?" And he's like, 
right where you're fishing. <laughs> he goes, well, no, there's he's like, there's a big boulder right there. And I was like, oh, really? You're catching them out there? He's like, yeah, I just caught three 19s and a 20 off that gravel bar. I'm like, you mean like that gravel bar? And he's like, yeah, that gravel <laughs> bar. I'm like, shit. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, I just got done fishing that for like 20 minutes. Oh, no. But he was fishing Dude. way like, like that gravel bar specifically. He was fishing off of it anchored where the seams yeah. came together and I was fishing like up on the seam like on the front side dude, of he it. He had a hell of a pattern going. And dude and that he little did. Hobie, I'm not gonna lie to you, was like pretty sick. That Hobie was quite sick. I think oh, that he was I'm just I'm I'm not affiliated with any kayak company. It, so I can say I'm not I can gonna say lie. this. Yeah. Y'all got some work to do because that damn Hobie was Dude, he was jetting around there, holding position. Yeah. yeah. I've fished with him before. The other, kayak, the other kayak companies are put on notice by me, which <laughs> that means nothing to you. And it yeah. shouldn't. No, he But de- I'll just say watching well, Nathan. There's two things. Ooh. One, Hobie definitely has their shit together with their pedal system. Yeah. And two, he's just really good at it. Because that's like all he's used for the past we're dick five riding seasons. On, we're dick riding on. We're dickering right now that's what we're doing i think Derek could have done the similar a similar thing but he i don't he's just not quite adept to the pedals yet nor am i well his pedal system drops down and is like fixed those little hobie like yeah pedals are i mean they the the the, the river's not very deep in a lot of places so no it was, hobie's got it it was pretty impressive to watch i think it was uh he yeah, put he on was a just clinic. swimming, swimming in Ned Rig. I mean, he fished one color of Ned Rig the entire With that time. said, he's never invited back again. He is uninvited <laughs> forever. Uh, nobody comes to our trip and outfishes us. But <laughs> no, he he like he crushed swimming a watermelon. If you can't win him. You just kick him out. Swimming a watermelon green uh, Ned Rig the whole week. Yeah, it, it's funny. He carries like six bags of soft plastics. <laughs> Well, you guys all had six rods, and I swear to God, I saw you guys fish with like two things the whole trip. I fish. I ended up fishing with all my rods at one point, but yeah. Um, but but anyways, the the trip like was a raving success, raging success, raging. Uh, yep, raging success. Um, it was in a lot of aspects, it was better than last year's trip from a like pure uh, statistics st- statistical standpoint. I would say there's a little, I got back home and my wife was like, was it really that good? And I was like, yeah. She's like, well, last year you guys were just like over the moon excited. That's what I said too. And I was like, well, I was like, you know, there were expectations coming into this trip. So like, it wasn't a shock. Like I wasn't surprised that it happened. Right. But it did solidify that place as like as special as we thought it was. And we had, you know like a lot of discussions at night about, you know, how special it was and how lucky we are, blah, 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 blah. Um, that place is special. Um, it, I feel like we do hit it at the right time. We've gotten lucky. We've gotten, we've gotten somewhat lucky these two years. I don't think you go up there every time and catch them like that. I think you definitely catch them like in the summertime. I think it would, I think it would produce. It would be really, really fun for sure. There's, there's other places that are close though. I mean, you know, you look at the Upper Wisconsin River. Uh, has has been has been very close to that. Uh, oh, definitely. Susquehanna yeah. is very close to Menominee that. Menominee is very close. Menominee is very close. We're talking about doing the Saint Croix maybe next year. That, I think that'll be close. 
you know, there's a lot of rivers that are kind of in that vein. Um, if we do Mississippi, I would like to do it at a different time of year. Yeah, I think we talked about maybe doing it in the summer. Um, but let's, I mean, bottom fishing for four four days is great. On yeah. the fly rod, it's a little. I mean, we did get on a few, a couple like windows of of swim fly action. Right. But drifting crayfish for four days is, you know, it gets a little. Like you stick big fish. I mean, people are gonna hate us after they hear this conversation. I mean, I, yeah, it's true. They're gonna be like, "Did you see the pictures?" Like you, you ca- caught six. Up. I caught six fish on a fly rod over twenty inches on that trip, but uh, <laughs> you know, and I caught probably I don't know twenty fish over nineteen inches or something. Oh, indeed, but, yeah. The, the stats on the nineteen. But yours, your nineteens were were out of control. I mean, your nineteen inch stats were. I had a lot of nineteens. I don't. I honestly didn't yeah. even keep track at all. Um, yeah, Josh and I made a gentleman's agreement that the trip numbers would not count towards our our total. I think tr- in general we were we're thinking you know Indiana fish, and I I respect that. I think it's uh you gave me an extra a couple points. I think it's a I have eleven and you have fifteen point something. Eight, yeah, yeah. So that's the count right now. We've had a little reset with that, you know. We, well, we're probably both going to be on a bit of a hiatus. Probably. Nah. Are you going fishing tomorrow? <laughs> Uh, I'm actually taking out the wife tomorrow. Oh, okay. On the raft, I was gonna go to Flat Rock, but it looks like it's flooded. And I was actually gonna ask you what you thought. I think sugar will be fine. I don't want to go to sugar. Yeah, don't blame you. Well, yeah, there's a lot of reasons. We have a we have a bone to pick with the people of. Yeah, uh, what county is that? Montgomery County. Montgomery County. Yeah. We have a bone to pick with the. Let's just put it this way. And I'm just going to say this right now. This is coming out on the podcast. Maybe it's because I'm one very large beer can in right now. <laughs> this um, is a large beer can. It's 9%. Uh, yeah, maybe I'll just I'll just say this right now. Uh, I, the dogs have been sort of unleashed a little bit. Dude, it's I the did, gloves are off. I did do an uh, Indiana Access to Public Records Act request yesterday. I like um, it. And there has been a fact-finding mission has been launched for some shit that's going down out there on Sugar Creek. Right oh, now. dude, yeah. I mean, we'll get to the bottom of it. That's our. I mean, it, love it or hate it, you know, it's a great river. It's probably the best Indiana, pure Indiana smallmouth river. Uh, you know, it's close, but that's our home river. You know, it's our home river. It's where we cut our teeth. I've was texting Chris about it, and, you know, we don't even get too deep into it, but, you know, we have made a ton of memories on that river, and I'll be damned if our kids won't make the same memories. So, That's right, dude. If our kids, if our kids don't get to find dildos <laughs> and don't get to see the ass of a woman that lives next to the river who is a voyeur. Everyone has experience. If they don't that. get to do that, I'm, if they don't get to find a gerbil in a box in the middle of the river. I forgot about that. Then what is this world coming to, dude? I'm remember, done. Remember the canoe you found that you were going to take home and then you oh, couldn't out. do it? Out so found a canoe like wrecked. On the river, and you're yeah. gonna take it. It's gonna take it. Couldn't do it. Drug it up river, and then I thought some, some poor little orphan boy is probably gonna come out there and just <laughs> Amish kid. Yeah. Uh, so, do we have any other? Oh, Matt Nelson, thank you for coming out. Yeah, thanks, you. thanks, I, Matt. I felt Derek felt so bad. I mean, I kind of felt bad too because I wouldn't like, say he felt bad. I think Derek was like devastated. 
Yeah, I mean, I we we both wanted to fish with him. I wanted to just. T- I did. Fi- I fish with him. I know. I, I know you. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> but we both got kind of like that beginning of that first day stretch that we did was like it kind of isolated us by the way that we yeah. took. Um, so, but anyways, you know, thanks for coming out. Uh, had a otherwise, good you know, just just as a final word on the trip. Um, now, I'm sure we'll talk about it more throughout the year, but yeah. Uh, one thing you know, I wanted to say to you is, dude, I appreciate you. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what for, but I, I mean, it just I don't know. It's uh, I you know, I didn't get to ha- too, I didn't dude. get to have my brother on the trip uh, this year, which was a bummer for me. But did know, have I'm, an I'm epic really FaceTime that, call. I'm really glad that you got to come. Uh, you're one of the absolute top people that i enjoy fishing with and experiencing these you things look me with. in the eye when you say this and i am <laughs> directly in your eye but you know just uh genuinely I, I know i don't do genuine stuff very often uh but i do appreciate you i appreciate <laughs> i appreciate what your what your friendship means to me and i appreciate what uh doing this type of thing with you yeah so. dude i feel the same way i mean you know i would say you're the one guy that matches my intensity for smallmouth fishing in, in, in my circle of friends. Like there's a couple other acquaintances that probably come close. I don't really fish with that often, but right. you know, from a friend's standpoint, it definitely is a, you know, it, it definitely means a lot to have someone else there that appreciates it as much as you do. Right. And not that the other people on the trip didn't appreciate it cause they definitely did for sure. Yeah. Uh, but there's a lot of history in there for you and I on it. You know, it's like there's an evolution there of yeah. the type of, you know, that we got into the smallmouth thing kind of, you know, maybe me a little bit before a you, bit but, before, yeah. um, you know, we kind of, we started the podcast together and just like really like, um, this trip we, we reminisced in during the trip, like about, I think we're going to form a trip board. Yeah. You know, it's getting pretty serious at this point. It's fun, dude. Uh, yeah, so uh, the trip has become its own animal. And, you yeah. know, I think, um, yeah, just, it was good, man. It was, we had a good, another guys, really, really good time. Yeah, all the guys that go on that trip are, and, and Nathan was a great addition too. I was a little nervous about it, just a new guy coming in, but he added a lot. Great yeah. dude. Really enjoyed talking to Meshed him. Well. To know him. Meshed very well. Great fisherman. Despite his brought, early brought, red flag of driving alone. Yes, despite that. Uh, no, but the brought a lot to the game as far as the fishing stuff goes, too. I mean, definitely. Well, he knows like, what he's... I knew that's one thing. Yeah. I mean, I knew he was a good guy and everything, but I was like, he knows how to fish really well. And, like, I think you bring a high-level, like, smallmouth fisherman in like that, which Nathan is very high-level, like it adds to the collective like brain power to figure those fish out. He definitely added a lot. I thought, yeah, um, it, I know it got me. It ca- it caught me literally Nathan's knowledge and his, uh, his stuff he passed on just during the trip. Intel gave me a 21 because one of the 21s I caught, there's no way I would have fished in that spot if right. it wasn't for him. Like, I remember the exact moment, and it was probably, it was the longest fish of the trip for me, but I, it wasn't the biggest, because um, it was post-spawn, but I remember, like, told Dustin, we were in the raft, and we'd been kind of having a little lull, because we were having trouble seeing beds, and I, honestly, I was kind of like, 
man, let's give up this bed fishing thing for a little right. bit. And I was like, hey, let's do let's let's do what Nathan was doing. And I was trying to find some good post pond water. And you know, he had he had kind of proof of concept. He was like, hey, here's what the fish were doing. He's fishing mid river boulders. I couldn't really find any of those. But I did find a deep area next to like a spawning flat. And I was like, I bet, and we at, we rolled up on it. I was like, hey, Dustin, I was like, I bet you there's fish here. There was kind of boulders stacked up in about six or seven feet of water. Right. And there was an island right in front of it. And as we were paddling up, I saw two good-sized smallmouth like cruising above the boulders. And I was like, oh, here we go. First cast, dude. Boom! Nedra got slammed. I mean, you can just tell. Yeah, I mean, that's I mean, that's yeah. awesome. It was cool. It was it was probably the coolest catch of the whole trip for me because that was the uh, that fish was in open water and it was huge and dude it was just ripping my drag. It's like, always so like surprising too, like when you don't sight cast to like a bedded fish. Yeah, like that. Like what do I have here? What do I have? Here? Oh I, yeah, that you miss out on that. I think bed fishing a lot. You know, yeah, you kind of know what you got already. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean that's my experience with the open water fish as well and just kind of post spawn fish, but right. Um, yeah, that's yeah, that's awesome. I mean, the definitely trip, added a lot. Trip was just good in general, though. I mean, we the, had like I had said, a really guys, good time. The guys were all good. Other than your uh, truck messing up, yeah. we didn't have any really sort of anything problems. No, you know, the raft crying. did great. The platforms did great. Even the homemade one did great. Yep. You know, no no broken gear, no lost gear, no weird like it was all really went super smooth and you know anytime you're going somewhere that's 12 hours away like there's a lot of stuff that can happen weather can turn on you we did have one like i said the cold front came through on the second day we were there and it it was a it was a doozy i mean it it took the weather from when we well high 70s to to high 40s yeah it was like it didn't even crack 50 degrees on that second day and it was rainy and cloudy, and that was our best day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was, was our best yeah. day. But especially, uh, like, my comment earlier, especially Jeremiah not being there, it was especially, like, I was like, well, you know, it was, it was good. I don't know. I, I enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it was, it was definitely a disappointment, my not being there. Hopefully, he'll be able Another. to go next year. Yeah, dude. Um, but, better grab his nuts. Come back up on the trip. <laughs> I mean, you miss two in a row, you're out. Yeah, Jeremiah will never be out. I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, I I uh, I definitely miss my. Like I said, we had an epic FaceTime call with him one night. Oh my gosh, uh, dude! I was laughing so hard when he was he was making fun of you <laughs> on the FaceTime call. I was, dude, I was losing it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, just really solid trip. Really good trip. Uh, I'm going to try to go back out there in August. So Nice. Little father, son, I already told my dad. <laughs> I leveraged the whole, like, oh, babe, hey, I'm going to do this for my dad's birthday. We're nice. going to take him out to the upper Mississippi because he really wants to go up there. Sure. And we're going to go there August, I think August 15th is like the nice. weekend or whatever. We're going we're gonna to do three days up there. Um, so we'll see how it goes. I'm August. excited to hear. Yeah. Yeah. That's It'd be awesome. cool. Uh, but yeah, um, any, uh, do you have any other trips planned for this year? 
Uh, my dad and brother and I are going to go do something. You doing um, the, you're going out west, aren't you? Next year we're going to do out west. So uh, okay. We're going to go to Yellowstone next year. But we were supposed to do that this year, but Jeremiah's job stuff, for the same reason mm. he canceled on the, the guy's trip, he canceled that one. So I know you were um, talking about that was going to be a replacement for the... <laughs> For the Memorial Day trip, and I was like, "Oh, good for you." <laughs> uh, that trip is going to be awesome, but no, it would be. Yeah, it's going to be fun, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. I mean, I'm definitely, you know, I've got enough flexibility in my job where I can do both. So you know. yeah, the only uh, the only hesitation this year was the baby. Um, yeah, but the baby, you know, he's fine. He's old now. He's feeding himself. He's eight weeks old now. Yeah, I mean, he's doing. He's walking. Yeah, I don't. I don't he's, know what he, he's up to. I but. came down here, opened the front door, he's smoking a cigarette in the living room. Yeah, like he's, he's doing fine. Just, yeah, totally self sufficient. Yeah. Um, but so on a different subject though, I did want to um, kind of touch on the whole video I put up a couple days ago. Yeah. Thanks for touching on that right before the episode too. By the way. Get me in a very entertaining oh, yeah. mode well, here. Yeah, so, it, you know, I'm not going to rehash the whole video, but, you know, someone who is uh, in our community, in my personal my personal friends, I've, they've actually stayed at, both stayed at my house overnight at one point because they came up to fish for a tournament or down to fish for a tournament. But Jeremy Crow and Shannon Williams, uh, both super dedicated Fishing people, very fishy, super fishy people. Uh, Jeremy is like, he's on the short list of probably top five guys who are like just over the moon about smallmouth. He's like smallmouth nut. And Shannon goes with him pretty much every time he goes. Like she's like probably the most badass woman fisherman I've ever fished with before. Uh, But anyway, she has breast cancer. It's a public thing. She's put it out there. So we're not like, you know, exposing someone's privacy or anything like that. But we wanted to, uh, I wanted to, specifically because I know them. I talked to Chris about it and we kind of agreed, you know, we have enough listeners and enough listeners that are passionate about, like, we have a very interactive audience, I would say, probably more interactive. Most of our audience do love, do love breasts as well. (laughs) Yes, I'm sure they do. Uh, So... They, I feel like our audience is unique in the fact, like, we have a lot of personal, like, interaction with them, you know? Try to, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I... Sometimes they take advantage of that. <laughs> yes, Sometimes they, they do. ask you if you can sell gold upon your podcast. <laughs> they do ask <laughs> if you can sell gold for them. But, I'm just anyways, I'm just I... joking, dude, if you're listening. Uh, wet, wet Boy Nation, we, you know, kind of called on you guys, and you you have answered the call, at least said you were going to send stuff. I did receive one package today from Alex Deneau and Missy Deneau. Shout out to those. those another dynamic duo of a Fisher couple. Yeah, while we were gone, I'm pretty sure Missy Deneau... Uh, Slaying in that was, tournament. Yeah, broke, broke a tournament. Yeah. Uh, but they sent me a box full of good stuff, uh, and I think we have probably 25 or 30 boxes on the way. I know Moving Waters Outfitters has lightly committed to uh, uh, possibly something very cool to send to them. Oh, really? Okay, they did, good. yep. Uh, and then, um, uh, let's see here, Above the Water Clothing oh, reached yeah. out to us. SBS uh, Fishing Podcast. Yes, SBS comp- Fishing Podcast. Our damn competition. 
send yeah. shirts to our listeners. Yeah. No, I'm just joking. Uh, that was pretty cool. The, uh, uh, as the own, majority SPS, owner sure. of Achigan, we're going to donate some gear. So for sure. we have, have a couple good stuff for him. And then I think you and I, you know, we'll, uh, you know, being the organizers, I think we'll, well, yeah. Do something special for you know, put in the package. It was but, your idea. Let's let's be honest. It was your idea. So. Yeah, yeah, but like it's just because I know them. Um, but uh, yeah. So, anyways, I I had reached out to Jeremy and got his address and told him we were gonna send something. I wasn't sure what we we're gonna do. But anyways, pretty excited about that. You know, anytime we can like help right. out one of our fellow people and, and encourage just like, them and just like all charities, this charity will ultimately be corrupted. Uh, we will ultimately be stealing 80% of the gear, obviously, uh, fat, you know, lining our freaking pockets with fishing gear. Dude, if we um, did that, like how big of a piece uh, oh, of shit would we be? I'd be, yeah, we would, we'd be pretty low. <laughs> It'd be pretty bad. It'd be real bad. Yeah. That's but, how a lot of charities do, unfortunately. But, yeah, I know. um, but yeah, so anyways, thanks for the response on that. Looking forward to you know, sending that out and we'll, we'll do some update, updated videos as we kind of, that stuff comes in and, you know, we, we organize all that, but it's going to be a hell of a care package. I think we'll be able to send it out to them for, you know, we got a bunch of lures, a bunch of flies, a bunch of, what if she just, just gets it and she's like, thanks. Like, <laughs> like she won't. you know, I've got breast cancer, right? You're going to be <laughs> she, fishing lures. <laughs> she won't. No, nah, she'll like it. I know she will. If for nothing else, Jeremy likes it. Cause he already <laughs> told me it was like, yeah, he's like she. She's. He's like I've really tried to make get her to fly fish more, and and I was like, well, worst case scenario, you can just load up your fly box with all yeah. this stuff that that yeah, she's a she's send. a big fisherman. I'm sure. I'm sure oh, she'll yeah. love it. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, um, yeah, but, that's a good. It's a good idea. Uh, so if you want to, you know, get the details on how to send a package. Um, Find us on Instagram at Smalley Talk Podcast. Shoot us a direct message, and Josh will send you his address. Oh, and I did uh, want to mention, and we're sending out the the care package on June fifteenth, aren't we, Josh? Yeah, it's a two weeks. We're gonna, I, I think, pending maybe. Uh, we're trying to work a deal with Moving Waters and Range Reels. Oh, uh, nice. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I think that's Range Reels may not know about this yet, but that's oh. uh, Moving Waters kind of like. He's like, hey, why don't we? I like do how this? you committed him to it before I know. you even put it out there. Yeah, we'll we'll tag him in this. Very smart. Don't worry. Very smart. <laughs> we'll tag him in this. Uh, They've but- donated one million dollars <laughs> <laughs> to the cure. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Thanks for that. Thanks for the response. But I did want to mention. Um, so we're. I think we've kind of pretty much like exclusively trans transitioned into like more of an Instagram centric thing with our social media we don't really like i don't really get on facebook personally really anymore chris doesn't we don't really check that stuff we i think we do like copy the instagram post to facebook it does it automatically and i do check comments occasionally but if you want to get a hold of us message us on instagram facebook we're probably not going to read it i just realized there's a message on there that's like three weeks old and i felt bad but i was like man you know if you want to get a hold of us instagram's the platform if you're not on Instagram, get on it. That's where all the cool kids are. For so. sure. Um, but yeah, man. I oh, one thing I wanted to before we sign off, I did want to mention that the um, the River Rats rafts. Oh yeah. Uh, um, yeah. I think that little review here. Uh, little review held up very well. 
super easy boat to row. We beat the shit um, out of him on this trip, by the way. We definitely put him through the paces. I have zero complaints about it at all. Yeah. Um, I actually think that Danny's going to go buy one. Is I, he? <laughs> yeah, and I think that Dustin Dustin's buying one, too. Buying one as well, which were both of our rowers and, and our co-fishermen yep. for the week. So that should yep. tell you something right there. I mean, Danny was like ranting and raving about how much better of a trip he had than all the years that he had been on a kayak. Well, so. and, you know, I think we're all family men. I think there's some appreciation there for the ability to take out the family on those. Right. I had both my girls and my wife in, in the raft before we left. And I'm taking my wife out tomorrow in it. And uh, they're just, like, really versatile for that sort of thing. For people, you know, if it's just, like, you're a solo guy, probably wouldn't want one. But if you, like, have a brother or a fishing buddy or dad that you go out with a lot, like, those things are... I've always, like, like, man, I, I, at one point, I was like, maybe I should get a canoe. You know, I got a jet boat, you know, but I was like... Man, I wish there was like something. And man, that raft just hits a sweet spot. It's like the perfect two-man vessel for the kind of fishing we do. And we were on, we go on tiny rivers with that. We go on big rivers with that. Damn and Mississippi, dude! As big the as Mississippi's. Come. Yeah, and it's not the Mississippi you know that you would traditionally think. We of. fished in St. Louis proper. <laughs> I gotta yeah. say that raft. You could put it on St. Louis. Well, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, uh, you could put it anywhere. I mean, it that thing we had. Two guys that were well over 200 pounds. I was trying to throw people off the center where we went. So. Yeah. It, <laughs> we're just above St. Louis. Yeah. Just barely above. Um, but we were, like, Dustin was, you know, kind of like, every time I would do it, he'd be like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this draft does this. But I would, like, literally, like, I'd be, like, hopping out, doing something, fishing or whatever, and, like, he would start rowing and I like, it was like a thing where I'd like find a rock that was kind of sticking up <laughs> and I would like take off running and jump and grab that, the lean bar and like jump on the side and grab it. And like, dude, the raft did not budge. It doesn't budge at all. Dude. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I mean, it's solid, man. Like it is yeah. like, it's pretty crazy how solid those things are for how light they are. Two inches of water, three inches of water. Oh, dude, I mean, yeah. Easy. Like. Yeah, it, it, those things are unbelievable. So shout out to Brian and, the, and, and Lane. And the prototype uh, platform, by the way, was uh, it was money. It was very nice. Like yeah. yours was nice too. The one that you made. Yeah, actually, I was texting Brian. We're gonna give him some very explicit feedback on that, to, as far as like pros and cons, because I think he's looking at a production version of it. Um, uh, I've so, got some definite feedback for you. Yeah, I think we we're gonna give him some feedback, but overall, like. I was afraid because I was even telling you, I was like, man, whatever we do, I'm taking the lean bar and stuff up there. Cause like worst case scenario, if we get up there and that thing doesn't work, you know, it's going to ruin our trip and you, the brave soul you are just, you're like, screw it, dude. I think my gear is still at your house. It is. My I lean just, bar, my, it's over by my trash hey, can. Good luck. Good luck getting, <laughs> getting me to take it. I'm yeah. just kidding. I mean, it's, I'll uh, keep it. I don't care. No, it's, it, yeah, I mean the even the prototype they whipped up but, for us is pretty nice. Yeah, so the prototype did well. Uh, the one I did one really similar to your stealth craft. That was my inspiration behind it. Yeah, I had to do a little different t- to get. I there. keep seeing pictures. The guy that I sold my raft to, he's. I see like I'll see like a picture of a fish in my raft. Like the platform will be in the background. I'll be like, there it is. <laughs> there's, your, a lot, there's a lot it's of it's like seeing your ex girl it's like seeing your ex girlfriend with another dude yeah it's probably a little salty 
I'm like, yeah, no, it's good for you. I'm glad she's happy. Glad <laughs> <laughs> I, I just mean, wanted, I loved her so much. I just wanted her to be we happy. We had, we had good times in that raft. Dude, that raft went, went, I can't believe you sold it. I mean, beat the complete shit out of it. So, yeah. had like 10 holes in it. The ra- the frames <laughs> bent. <laughs> you guys com- bought a complete piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Andy. Uh, but no, it was, uh, yeah, the, both the rafts did well. Um, I think overall that trip was just a raving, raging success. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, like look forward to, you know, the countdown's on. We're already 362 Three, days. Yeah, 362. Well, 300, maybe, 359 days until we leave again. Oh, hell yeah. So, uh, so yeah. Well, actually, no, we're probably going to be long in that because I think we're talking about going in June. Yeah. So we shall see but anyways it was a good trip man oh and then let's rate the beer real quick uh yep so go ahead tiramisu stout this is up my alley so I'll start off by saying that i'm gonna go with a solid i'm gonna go flat 18 for this okay one. So. well i'm gonna go 17 and a half but i'm gonna give him a mississippi 17 and a half which is basically a 20 here <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, but anyways, yeah, very good beer. I dig it. Uh, again, the beer that we got here is, uh, if you like a chocolatey, it's like chocolatey coffee kind of taste to Mm it. Uh, very good. Tierra Masu Stout from the Steam Beer Works. I think it actually, now that I think of it, it tastes a lot like, I think, is it Tiramisu? Yeah, Tiramisu. It tastes a lot like Tiramisu. I don't know why. It's called a Tiramisu Stout. Uh, (laughs) Hey, no, why don't we start doing this? I actually was like pretty, uh, I like the feedback we got from last episode. Let's do, let's do a wet boy shout out. Oh. So we're going to do okay. a wet boy shout out. Just someone on social that follows us that we appreciate and that, uh, you know, we, we like what, we like what they do. We like, we like how they look, their, right. whatever. My shout out this week is going to go to, um, and I think this guy's actually pretty popular on social media, but Chum Boys Outdoors. Okay, yeah. And I'm going to give him a shout out because he turned me on to specific bait that will not be mentioned yet on this podcast. I ordered four of them. He directly gave Mega Bass some business. And uh, we'll see, but. The dude, uh, I think he has four twenties in the Ozarks so far this year. He's the Ozarks boy, and he has some cool videos. I would say very like reminiscent of Derek's channel without the humor. There's a lot of a lot of GoPro footage, a lot of a lot of river fishing. Um, he's he's a big YouTube guy. Chum Boys Outdoors though, give him a give him a shout out. I can't remember what his actual name is. Is it like Kyle? Maybe. I'm not sure. Hang on here. I'm gonna look. It's just chum. <laughs> it's chumbly. Yeah, he's, he's, all, he's chum. Chum. Who did, dude? I there was a. I was at the playground today, and the there was God. I can't remember what this mom called her son. I had two two experiences today. One of them was a patient of mine, and one of them was a. Uh, at the it was like some ridiculous name. It was like. Neo or something like that. Nice. I was like, oh, oh, must be a big Matrix fan. Mm. <laughs> oh, your parents are interested. Neo. <laughs> Neo. Uh, uh, all right, well, I'll give you mine. 
Uh, it's Chance Maxville. Okay. Uh, and uh, his handle is Ozark Pescador. P E S C A D O R. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Ozark Pescador. And uh, Chum Boys, hang on. His name's Tyler. Uh, Tyler also an Chum Ozarks Boy. guy, coincidentally. But uh, he's got a cool page. Obvious he, enough, Ozark Pescador. Yeah, and he, um, yeah, he's just a big fisherman. I think he might guide or something. I don't know. But uh, he's got a cool cool page he's always running a jet he's got a tiller jet uh oh yeah cool. i know who that is yeah he, got, he, he hangs crew, around that whole cool crew jet. there there there's like a scott letcher i think and colt leonard and all those guys that are Old colt yeah pretty pretty Colt's, fishy uh, he's fishy an dudes. Arkansas boy yeah so anyways guys uh that's that's i think that's it man you got anything else I don't think so. Uh, Just, yeah. you know, all the guys that, that went on the trip. Shout know. out to to uh, Dustin Medina, Danny Shrinko, Andrew Reuter. Andrew Josh Neighborson. Nathan Pickering. And, as always, Derek Burton. The DB. Uh, Derek, Derek's just the glue that holds the group together. God, I love like, that guy. Dude, he, he actually, he had a, a very quiet, successful trip. Oh, like, yeah. Like, Understated. Derek, yeah. Derek caught some monsters. Uh, I was there for one of them, and I was trying to film it. And in Derek fashion, he cast too early before I could get my video camera set, <laughs> caught the fish, and missed out on the opportunity. I'm not saying there wasn't Derek shit going on on that trip, but he was the savior of the trip. First of all, by getting my he shit, did, yes. by getting my shit up to Minnesota. and he repaid him by losing his favorite lure. <laughs> Uh, and then also probably breaking some stuff on his kayak when we loaded it up every time. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, he had a great trip and uh, it's a great dude. Just a yeah. true pleasure to be around. Yeah, he everybody is. on the trip, your brother, Danny. Really, yeah, the the group in general, dude. There's not a ba- there's not a weak link. There's not a weak link. Everybody no. brings something unique to the group. Everybody has their own like. I think everybody compliments each other. It's just a it's a good group. We're we've gotten lucky. We haven't, you know. I think I think no no foxes in the hen house yet, dude. I think we would just like we would kill them and leave them in Minnesota. Maybe I'm not sure. Yeah, I think that's um, what would happen. We're gonna post uh, probably a few more pictures from the trip, but you know, in general, I think that uh, there was a feeling that the the fish were just not even safe for the internet. <laughs> so, yeah. so I got admonished. At least the stats. I got admonished pretty heavily on night two of the trip. Uh, well, my... Chris is like, he's putting it all out there, bud. He's like putting, he's putting, he's like the guy who goes and measures his dick and puts it on Instagram. I've done that. Yeah. Like, but you can't, you can't put all of it. Out. You got to leave some, right. some of it in like, mysterious some of it up right. up you know for people to kind of like imagine what it might have been like right but if you're listening this deep into the podcast what are we now josh an hour and i think you deserve it what are you how far are we into the podcast now what's our time well this is our we had that snafu with the recording it's this 52 minutes so we're over an hour for yeah. sure so if you're listening at this point you know i don't mind telling you that i got admonished for some of my social media posts i would say you were a little uh, paranoid about that do we want to drop the stats right now i don't think so dude <laughs> it was that i mean we already talked 20s i don't think we need to talk everything else uh, i think we've kind Ooh, of had it, but had it. 
it was it was ridiculous. So we'll just put it that way. Um. <laughs> but it's you know it's not for everybody too. You know it's uh, it's uh, you know it is bottom fishing. I mean there is you know they're definite like the the weather is horrible almost always when we go up there. Yeah. Um. You know, so I think, you know, we're, and, and just, you know, to tell you something about it, we're going at a different time. And I think that the river is going to produce just, just as consistently. We'll see. Yeah. I, I'm going to go up in August. We'll see. Uh, we're, I mean, if it tells you anything, we're planning on going at a different time of year. That's next what I mean. Year. Yeah. We're doing so. the trip at a different time. So it'll be interesting to see. Uh, yeah. The thing is, we had, what, four years in a row where we couldn't go in the spring? Yeah. Like, because it was flooded. So it's like a very, that's the other thing. Good luck finding out the flows, like, good luck finding out exactly, like, if it's too high or not, because that's one thing we struggle with. We're like, should we go or should we not? We couldn't get a straight answer out of people. Like, yeah. it was pretty tough to figure out, like... Well, it wasn't tough the last couple of years. We knew. We well, knew now, we now we know. Yeah. But, like, before we were kind of like, uh, should we go or should we not? So... Oh, one more guy. Try best C. <sighs> Oh yeah, Jeff. Jeff, what's up, Jeff? What's up? He's he's just a. I feel like he's like a good friend, and I've never met him before. Agree completely. Yeah, he Jeff's like one of those guys. Like, I mean, he is from the south, so you know, I don't know, like, I don't know what we're dealing with. You never know. <laughs> you never know. You never guys. know. Uh, we might meet him and be like, oh, whoa, but no, I think he's a solid guy. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I've I he he's one of those guys who messages us all the time just kind of like yeah so anyways thanks a lot guys for listening it was a, a good to recap the trip I'm sure you'll hear more about it throughout the rest of the year but you know we got a long season ahead of us it's just the beginning uh it feels like we blew our wad a little bit you know I'd say like yeah. you're going I, fishing tomorrow so I'm probably going to do less fishing and more paddling to oaring tomorrow or sunbathing or whatever. But, uh, yeah, it, yeah, I got a couple, I got one tournament coming up here fairly soon on the White River. And then, um, yeah, probably take it pretty easy the next, like, probably three weeks or so. I'm taking at least the next three weeks off. Well, I got, well, I have the RV trip coming up out west. So I I definitely need to get some fishing in before we go out there. Yeah, dude. Uh, well, cicadas are in full freaking bloom out here. I wonder how that's gonna do. It's gonna be good or I bad. I think it's gonna crush. Yeah. Top water. Yeah, I think top water is gonna crush. But yeah, I mean, you can hear them when, when we walk out into my driveway. You'll hear just the the freaking biblical plague of brood X I got going on here out here at my house. See, I haven't heard a ton of noise at dude, my it's house. It's crazy out. But here. I have tons of shells everywhere. Dude, it's it's insane out here at my house. You'll hear it as soon as we walk outside. It's it's nuts. I'm surprised we can't hear it in here. But anyway, soundproofing in the studio, dude. Dude, this studio is so freaking sound professional. You can't hear any screams in here. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Not from the inside. <laughs> Nowhere. All right. Thanks everybody for listening, and as always, free the fighter. Free the fighter.